Welcome to the Sim Cafe, a podcast produced by the team at Innovative Sim Solutions, edited by Shelley Hauser. Join our host, Deb Tauber, as she sits down with subject matter experts from across the globe to reimagine clinical education and the use of simulation. So pour yourself a cup of relaxation, sit back, tune in, and learn something new from the Sim Cafe. Welcome to another episode of the Sim Cafe. Today we are blessed to have Farooz Sikandapur, and he is the Simulation Technology Specialist at the Faculty of Medicine University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. Currently, he serves as the Simulation President for the Gathering of Healthcare Simulation Technology Specialists, otherwise known as SimGhosts, and this is an international nonprofit organization based in the United States. Farooz, welcome to the Sim Cafe, and we are thankful that you are here. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your journey into simulation and a little bit about you? Thank you very much, Deb. Uh, thank you for inviting me, and I'm so excited to talk to you about my journey into simulation. So, uh, as you mentioned, I work as a simulation technology specialist for Faculty of Medicine, University of British Columbia. And I'm also a board member of SimGhost uh, and the current president of SimGhost. And I've been working in the field of simulation for the last 17 years. My background, uh, I have my, my master's is in information technology and computer science. And I joined uh, UBC 17 years ago as a computer support specialist and where the center that I worked called CESI, Center of Excellence for Simulation, Education, and Innovation. It was the first center in the world to be accredited by American College of Surgeons and also one of the simulation centers that are accredited by Royal College of Physicians of Canada. So we were one of the very first simulation centers in the province of British Columbia. Uh, to start establish simulation. And since then, we have many, many more simulation centers. So at the time, they asked me to sort of, uh, my, although my role was all uh, supporting computers and networks and all IT related and simulation, once I was added to that center, and since I saw the first simulators that it blinked and pupils dilated, I was hooked and I wanted to learn as much as possible and 17 years later i am the subject matter expert for faculty of medicine and and uh, work with many other organizations so that's uh, about me and i'm excited to talk to you more about how i got into this and first you also you speak five languages i think that's amazing and that's how you've become a subject matter expert globally with thank you yes uh, yes, I do speak. I'm an international person, <laughs> I will call myself. I'm a citizen of a global citizen. I was born in Afghanistan. So I speak the two local languages, uh, Farsi and Pashto. That's the two languages there, and or Persian. And I also speak, I speak Urdu as well because I worked for United Nations before. So I lived in multiple countries uh, working for United Nations. So Urdu was one of the languages that I learned as well. I traveled to Russia um, many times in the past with my dad, and uh, so I speak a little bit of Russian, and also I understand Hindi, although I can't read the alphabets, but I can because Hindi and um, those are similar, 
but I can read Arabic as well because the language, the alphabets are all similar to Farsi. So yeah, I can communicate with multiple people. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's good to connect with people at their own language. So I'm blessed to learn some of those languages over the time. And, and I think in your role as president of Simgos, Simgos, the technology people, the people who are behind the medical people who are working side by side with us. And I often liken when I'm helping people with their simulation centers to say that in my work in the emergency department as a nurse, I always wanted to have a paramedic at my side because they could do the airway intubation. I could do my nursing stuff. And I like to think about simulation technologists in simulation centers as kind of the medic with whoever the clinician is. And I thank you guys for all that you do in supporting us in healthcare. Thank you. Well, the mission of SimGhost is to support individuals and institutions using healthcare simulation technologies and spaces uh, through hands-on trainings. Uh, so the people that are running the simulation centers on a day-to-day -day basis are the people that actually making also impact in the life of students and ultimately the knowledge that they gain or the patients. So uh, yeah, um, the, the beauty of this community is that they all come from different backgrounds, uh, different uh, knowledge, some of them are IT backgrounds, some of them are healthcare backgrounds. But when it comes to simulation technology, specialist field, the missions, everything's going to be focused on one thing, and that's ultimately going to be the patient outcome and students that they learn. But hence the name Sim Ghosts, because they're, they're the ghosts behind simulation. <laughs> yes, I think uh, Sim Ghosts, um, although it says gathering of healthcare simulation technology specialists, but we are a global technology specialist uh, community. And that's why it reaches beyond North America. And we, that, uh, we can talk about how, uh, where other places that SimGhost has been and is going. Excellent, excellent. Now I'm going to ask you my favorite question. Can you please share with our listeners your favorite or most impactful simulation story? I've got so many, I was uh, to reflect, uh, so many great uh, stories to tell, but I'm just telling you my personal um, story about and favorite one. So when I was young, my father wanted me to become a doctor. And I grew up in a family of doctors and physicians and families that are, were in healthcare. So every time I was going to them, they were busy doing some tests and exams. And so I that was the only hesitation I had to go into this field. So I went into computer field and information technology. So when I joined Faculty of Medicine, University of British Columbia, and uh, saw simulation and my work, although it was technology and supporting and providing those supports were uh, related to technology, but I realized that my work indirectly impact again those patients. I went back to my dad and I said, Dad, I know I did not become a doctor but I'm doing this nowadays. I'm helping people, helping doctors and, and nurses to make sure their technology runs smoothly so they can teach their students. So ultimately that the students can go back and see the patients and perform and implement the knowledge that they gain. Uh, so I, I told him, does it count? And I said, of course it counts. And I'm very proud of you. So based on that, uh, and I'm just telling you two stories. Uh, so the center that I worked was at a relationship with our Canadian militaries. Our Canadian military medical team, before they deployed in Afghanistan years ago, they had to come in and do a lot of scenarios in our centers. So we were training them, they were prepping them, 
so that they were going back to Afghanistan. And I knew at that time that my work will impact um, the, the life of those soldiers that are going to be injured in the battle. And also they, because the mission was not only for to support military, even the civilians. So I knew in although the work that I do in Canada, it will impact somebody even in Afghanistan as a civilian or at the battlefield. So that was one of the great feeling about this role. So just this is a favorite uh, story of mine because I studied computer science, I did simulation, but I knew my work will impact somebody in the other corner of the world. So another similar story is uh, that also ours, um, I don't know if you recall, uh, the Winter Olympic 2010 was in Vancouver, Canada. And when all the physicians that they sign up as a volunteer to participate and help these athletes that they came across the world, they were trained in our center for those scenarios. So, and uh, we had a mobile unit that was equipped with all the simulators and uh, like a surgical unit and all of those. So one of my job was to make sure these simulators are working and in the field and creating those in-situ scenarios and uh, making sure these products are all up and running and working and helping and training all those doctors. So going back, these are the favorite of my, uh, you know, stories over the years. And I have many of them, but these are the ones that I can see my work here will impact things globally uh, that you may not realize. And I, I'm sure it will uh, expand to all our simulationists around the world that their work will be impacting somebody in another part of the world that they may not realize. Wow, that's, that's very exciting and interesting to hear. It must have been so exciting to work with these physicians that we're going to work with our Olympians. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so it was uh, quite a, a sense of relief and also not relief or accomplishment and that to count uh, to say that your work every day you do and will impact somebody that they need. So and I work over the years with great mentors and physicians and nurses uh, and I learned a lot from them under all, all, all of these projects and all of these uh, scenarios. So yeah, um, I'm very uh, fortunate and blessed to work in this field and make differences every day. Thank you. Thank you. So, Firuz, where do you see the future of simulation going at this point, at this critical point? Well, uh, simulation is, I started 17 years ago, so I know how much change has made since. And kudos to all of our industries and our academy, uh, academias that to promoting and keep working hard and improving. And because it was such a 17 years ago, such a topic that not everyone wanted to discuss too much. Uh, they were just not believing in it. But today uh, it is a main, I think patient safety and simulation should be in the same line as far as I'm concerned. See, I would say simulation in the next decade will be a lot realistic in terms of technology improvements when it comes to standardization. So it could be, uh, I would say it should be a mandatory for all, all the training. It should be added a part of the curriculum. It will be, uh, I, I, I don't say it should be, it, it will be based on the implementation and expansion of simulation. And so 
I would say the future uh, and the role of virtual reality, augmented reality and extended reality, AR, VR, XR would have major impacts in, in, the, in the world of simulation. So the future I see is much more brighter than it is today. And I'm sure ultimately the patients and us as a future patients, I should say, will be uh, impacted and it will be benefiting every one of us um, that looking into this technology or involved in this technology. So I'm very excited about the future. Excellent. Excellent. Now, Farooz, as the president of SimGhosts, is there anything that we listeners can do to support your cause and help you? That's part of the question. The other one is, how did the pandemic affect simulation in your area? And, and can you share your story? Sure. Well, SimGhost, like I said, it's a nonprofit organization. It's a 50C and it's registered in the United States, state of Nevada. And we have been since it's, we registered that in 2012. SimGhost was founded by Lance Bailey, who is also the founder of HealthySimulation.com. And Lance and I met in 2012. And, uh, and then since then, we, we work until 2013. And he's still one of the advisors. Uh, but we expanded SimGhost to go global. And one thing that we want the audience to know that we, in our, at SimGhost, all is not only for technologists, people that are administrators, uh, people that are uh, coordinators and managing the centers. Uh, there's a lot of contents that are provided in our event that are hands-on, workshop-based are happening. We invite the other relationship that Simgos has with the industries are all partnership. We don't see them as exhibitors. We see them as a partner because we use their technologies to empower our work. And, and also we wanted to make sure that their technology is also used properly. So we invite uh, all the vendors uh, in our events and they provide trainings, hands-on trainings for the people. So SimGhost is also the umbrella that you can learn not only about one product, you can learn about all products. And everyone that comes to SimGhost uh, comes with a broad knowledge and backgrounds of different fields uh, so that they can share at SimGhost. As far as the impact of COVID, yes, definitely we were impacted like any other organizations. SimGhost is uh, this year is going to be in Dallas. Baylor's uh, University in Dallas, Texas, uh, and the dates for our conference is from August 2 to 5th of this year. And SimGhost has another event with S3 conference. We are also a partner with Singapore Health and CSAM, uh, Society of Simulation for Europe, and SimGhost. That's why they call it 3S, uh, 3S conference. That will be in October of this year, from October 19 to 21st. So SimGhost is a small organization and with one staff member, everybody else at SimGhost are volunteers, including presidents, vice president, treasurer, secretary, and everybody is a volunteer. This is the only organization that passion is running the whole organization. And we look forward to see everyone at our conference. If you're listening to this podcast, and you're a director and you know you have a great Semtex in your center, please send them to SimGhost 
we guarantee that they will learn a lot at least, uh, or they can share their knowledge with other people at Simgos. And if you're, if you have a coordinator or administrator, they need to learn about inventory, about creative ways of doing inventories and coordination, scheduling, preventive maintenance. Uh, please send it to Simgos. We've got contents for them. Uh, if you are developing a VR project that you wanted to share with the rest of the community, please send them to, to Simgos. Simgos will be the place to promote those and also collaborate with everyone. So that's what Simgos is. And I hope we see most of our audi- previous audience and new audience back this year at Sim- in Dallas. And yeah, that's about Simgos. Thank you. Thank you. Now, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, how can they reach out to you? Oh, um, very simple. So I'm www.simghosts.org is the website address. And I, Farooz Sikandarpur, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. If, if you are looking, if you're on that platform and uh, at my email is farooz at simghost.org. So you can email me. Uh, every member, every board member of Simghost is available to respond to you. And like I said, we're a group of individuals that we willingly and passionately working for this community. And we will be happy to talk to you. If you're international, we will make sure even the time I talk at, uh, at your time zone, coordinate that time. And so, yeah, we have partners in Argentina. We have affiliation with CSAM. We have affiliation with PASH. We also, one thing that I forgot to say, Simgos also is a nonprofit organization registered in Australia. So we have been to uh, Australia, Dubai, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, UK, and United States. So you can see all of our affiliations and all of our previous events that we have participated. Another thing that I don't want to forget uh, is our website is if you are a member or a subscriber of our our, uh, website, we have more than 300 videos of previous years and sessions that we recorded and you get them all free if you're a member of our portal. And also uh, we have a learning management system uh, that we have built and there's courses that we we offer and also digital badging that we have uh, come up with uh, so that every sessions and courses that you take, you will be receiving a digital badge as well. So that could be recognized and you could proudly show that on your LinkedIn or other platforms that you use. So yeah, with that, I, if you have any other question, happy to answer that no, as well. We'll put, we'll put all that information in the show notes. And it's really exciting to hear you talk about the, the badging because I'm really interested in that as you know, education is going to change as we know it. And I'm just finding that fascinating. So I'll have to check that out. Another thing on our website, if under resources, we've got some great uh, free resources available as well so that they can go and, and find those information. And so, yeah, just go to the simghost.org. There's a lot of things that you can do. If Oh, one thing as far as a career, we have a career section of our website, that is, which is free. If you have a job posting, please post it on our website and it's for free and all, and you see it will target it exactly to the same audience so they can search for those jobs. And if you want to go directly to that website is career.com 
semgos.org, but otherwise there's a link from our main website. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you're doing and happy simulating. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us here at the Sim Cafe. We hope you enjoyed. Connect with us at www.innovativesimsolutions.com and be sure to hit that like and subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the Sim Cafe.